WSB's Eric Erickson. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is active. That guarantees you'll hear breaking news, weather, and traffic alerts immediately during Hannity and during Atlanta's evening news 5 to 7. Depend on it. Jamie Dupree comes right at you from the Hill in D.C. On the Sean Hannity Show. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. It's Jamie Dupree. Hey, Sean. You know, yesterday on this program, you said something. It got picked up by Twitter, and a lot of people were listening, and people emailed me after you said it. I, I'm, I'm just taking in your perception because you've been in Washington a long time, and, and I'll even I'll, I'll send kudos your way. You're not often wrong on the facts or how you feel something is going. And you were talking about Loretta Lynch and the, and the hearings as, as she was doing, and you were getting the impression, speaking to the people on the ground, this isn't your opinion, this is what they're telling you, that she would probably... She, she would move pretty easy in her confirmation. Oh, yeah. And I think that was confirmed today, too. Orrin Hatch, yeah, the Orrin senator Hatch. from Utah, saying he would vote for her. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Lindsey Graham, maybe even John Cornyn and others, I would bet there might be 20 Republicans who vote for her. Think, maybe more. You think, you think 20. Here's what's amazing to me. I mean, I don't think that's actually that odd, Sean. Uh, no, no, no. I, because the, the argument is, is when there's a Republican president, you want Democrats to vote for the nominee that the president wants and key positions. Here's the most outrageous thing. There was an exchange, and I played it earlier in the last hour, with Ted Cruz and Loretta Lynch. And they were going into the whole rationale behind the president's executive orders on immigration. And, and the answer is, well, that's prosecutorial discretion. That's the answer that they keep giving. Yeah. So he raised the hypothetical, okay, say there's a Republican president instructing a Treasury secretary not to collect any taxes in excess of 25%, even though that's the law of the land. And then he said, could a future president decline to enforce tax laws as written or federal labor labor laws as written or environmental laws as written? If I remember, she didn't really answer the question when, no, he, uh, when no. he asked she, those, She doesn't yes. answer. But doesn't we that talked s- to him today in the hallway, and no. I just uh, Cruz didn't say explicitly that he would vote no on her. I just got that feeling that he would probably vote against her nomination. But you know, usually with somebody like this, I would I would I would call Lynch sort of one of those nominees that, in a sense, is non-controversial, and because she's coming in after somebody who is controversial, and because she's not really seen as a political. Uh, I mean, of course she is more disposed to support this administration. That's no shock. I mean, that's the uh, the president will choose somebody that he likes. But I just get the sense that there will be Republicans who will vote for her. But, you know, just looking at this from an objective point of view, we have laws of the land on immigration, correct? Where we have what? In other words, we, we have immigration laws in the country right now. There are laws. In oh, the sure, law. yeah. Okay, you're not allowed to enter this country illegally, right? Yes. Okay, now, to change the law, you have to go to Congress. Congress would then... Approve a, law, a bill, pass the bill in the House, pass the bill in the Senate, send it to the president, president signs it, and we have a new law, right? Yes. Okay, so this president has just decided to bypass that whole process and through executive fiat just dictate what the law is going to be, which contradicts the current law. The, I mean, he has changed the way it's implemented. You're correct. Well, he's, he's changed the entire law because he's ostensibly given amnesty to five million people that otherwise legally, according to the law, wouldn't be allowed to stay. Well, but I I don't think it's I think the reason and, and Lynch got up close to it and the reason that it, I don't think it's generated as much controversy is because it's not. I understand that people use the word amnesty, but it's more of a temporary thing because it is a temporary program that he announced. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So you think this is going to go fairly easily? You would expect Lynch? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't see any problem. Now, by the way, don't get mad at Jamie. All of you that were writing me yesterday said that Jamie's just telling you what, what he's hearing from these guys in the halls. Now, if you don't like what he, he's saying, it's not Jamie's job to change people's opinion. If you want to call your senator, the number at the, the hotline for the Capitol Hill hotline is 202-224-3121. 
yesterday. Yeah, I just people get the blaming you that, for saying that. Yeah, the, the Senate Judiciary Committee, I bet, would meet either next week or the week after. I, I could see you're getting approved either right before the President's Day break that they have scheduled or by the end of the month. Yeah. All right, but so the other thing, too, that I heard from some Republicans is they would like to get her in and get Eric Holder out as soon as possible. That's the only argument people are making is that she's not Eric Holder. But she's basically going to do the exact same thing that Eric Holder has done. On, sure. Well, on, but on, that's what you would expect anyway, simply because no. that it's the president, this president. You know, it's like the Democrats complaining about a Republican nominee. Well, of mm. course, a Republican president is going to put somebody in that they like and the Democrats don't. While we were just talking, the Senate just voted 62 to 36 in favor of the Keystone XL oil pipeline bill. So that breaking news has just occurred in the last couple of minutes just downstairs from me here in the Senate. Uh, there were if there were 62 votes, that means probably there were were nine Democrats who voted for the uh, bill earlier today. There were nine Democrats who voted. So the president's going to veto. Well, it won't even go to the president right away because there were a couple of changes and amendments oh. made to the bill. So got to go to conference. One of two things: it either goes to a House Senate negotiation a conference committee, or it just goes back to the House. They approve it and send it to the president. Okay, so that's going to be an interesting showdown. One of the first of many threatened vetoes from the president. Yes, you're absolutely right. Regardless of what form it gets to him, he's still threatened to veto it. Now, it looks like what Democrats, the next thing we're going to move to after they're going to do a, a, a VA suicide prevention bill on Monday that had been blocked by former Senator Coburn of Oklahoma. And then after that, they're going to try to move, they, the Republicans, to the Department of Homeland Security funding bill that has those r- restrictions on the implementation of the president's executive actions on immigration and the DACA program. It looks like, talking to Democrats again today in the hall, that they are going to just block the bill from even coming up. They're going to filibuster or the motion to start debate on the bill. So their argument is they don't want to even deal with any of those immigration add-ons, any of those provisions that were added by the House of Representatives. They want to force the Republicans to bring up what you would call a clean uh, Homeland Security funding bill. Well, of course, the Republicans don't want to do that. But because they don't have 60 votes, it looks like right now the Democrats might just block the bill and not even allow it to come up for amendments or debate. A lot of hearings going on today. There was a a protesters. I think they were the code pink people um, targeting Henry Kissinger and John McCain got pretty pissed off. Here's what happened. I've been a member of this committee for many years, and I have never seen anything as disgraceful and outrageous and despicable as the last demonstration that just took place about, you know, you're going to have to shut up or I'm going to have you arrested. If we can't get the Capitol Hill police in here immediately, get out of here, you low-life scum. Yeah, that's going on a lot of reporters' phones today as they're uh, answering uh, a message uh, or or to notify you if you've gotten a, a text or something like that, that McCain bite right there. Yeah, I, you got to admit, that was a pretty good line. And you know what I think most people say? You know, good for him. You know, we have a lot of times where the Code Pink people are here an awful lot, 
and they do interrupt uh, hearings from time to time. Uh, in fact, there was a hearing yesterday on trade that had protesters hauled out, so it's not that odd. But you usually don't have lawmakers up on the dais tangling with the people, and at the end there, they were they were shooing some guy out uh, the center aisle in the back of the room, and he was yelling at McCain and waving his hand, and I think that's what really set McCain off there. So that was, uh, yes, yeah, sort of a different kind of thing today. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me ask you this. We have one other update. I just saw this today, that uh, Senator Graham, who apparently is dipping his toe into the 2016 waters, he says Loretta Lynch's support for partial birth abortion is okay with him. So I guess he's leaning towards supporting her, too. I think so. It won't surprise me. Uh, he uh, he set up a, a website, and it went live today. That is sort of, uh, you know, an effort for him to look at the 2016 race. It wasn't somebody that a lot of us had thought would be out there and doing that, but he's just been doing a lot of interviews with the networks and more here just downstairs from me in the last little while. So he thinks at least that he should take a look at it. I'm not sure that he's somebody that's going to get a lot of broad support. But then again, the beauty or the bane of the presidential race is that anybody can get into it. And I think we're going to see a lot of people. I'm still, as I said to you before, as I watch uh, all these efforts and these websites and groups go up and people on the road I haven't seen much from Ted Cruz as yet, but a lot of other people certainly have uh, It's an doing interesting it. observation. In other words, like we have Scott Walker on at the top of the next hour, and Scott Walker, you know, he set up this committee. He seems to be moving forward. And those, Chris Christie set Chris up Chris Christie's one. moving forward. Jeb and, Bush, there's big news today. He has hired Mitt Romney's main guy from Iowa, and uh, who might uh, turn out to be his national campaign manager as well. So that tells me Jeb Bush is certainly moving on this. Yeah. And, you know, I look, um, I, I get it. Maybe some maybe behind the scenes, he's got a lot of stuff going. But, boy, there's there just seems to be a lot of movement right now. And you can't wait forever, even at this point in time. Uh, on the immigration bill, it looks like the president now is digging in his heels as well as the Democrats. And uh, it seems like they're trying to block the House passed bill that rolls back the immigration changes. What's the yeah, As I that? said, I don't think it's even going to get to his desk for him to, uh, to veto it, Sean. I, I think the Democrats yeah, they, have... Dis- but I kept reading today that they're trying to thread the needle. How do you thread that needle? Either you fund the president's executive immigration action or you don't. Don't um, Help me out here. You mean the Republicans, how they can they yeah. can come up with something? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe they've got to find some other way and, and take a bunch of other votes or something like that. But, you know, again, you can control the House and the Senate. But as we saw, the Republicans were able to slow and block a number of things that the Democrats wanted to do in recent years. Now the tables are turned, and it's the Democrats, since the Republicans don't have 60 votes in the Senate on this immigration thing. There are no Democrats, evidently, who are willing to vote for anything that the House approved earlier this month in terms of those immigration restrictions. Unbelievable. All right, so the Obama budget is to bust the spending caps that was set up by Congress by $74 billion. Yeah, uh, that's the word we got out of the White House today. That $74 billion would be above the discretionary budget is what we're talking about here. And Monday we'll get really deep in the weeds when the budget details come out. But for 2016, fiscal 2016, which is what we're talking about here, you could spend $1.016 trillion on the discretionary budget. That's what funds, say, the executive branch agencies, the Defense Department, the Congress, the judicial branch. What the president wants to do is add $74 billion to that $1.016 trillion to bring it up to $1.09 trillion split the money evenly between the Defense Department and the domestic programs, and in a sense, erase sequestration. Well, while that would be fine, I think, with a lot of Republicans on the defense side, 
they don't like the idea, and we haven't seen the details, but logic would say that it's going to, the extra money is going to come from tax increases, and so not a lot of people sold on that. I talked to Jim Inhofe, the Oklahoma senator, who uh, does a lot of work on defense, and he said to me, you know, that's, that's not what the Republicans want to accept is that kind of a deal, and speaking to a number of other Republicans today, that's not what they want to either. We'll get all the details on Monday. All right. What else is uh, going on uh, today and what's coming up this week? Uh, oh, by the way, you know, what we have on TV tonight. You have all these people that that testified um, that uh, like Catherine Engelbrecht and yep. Cheryl Atkinson. Did you see any of those hearings today? The yeah, I watched a little hearings? of it today. I, I thought it was interesting how, uh, you know, that the partisan divide ever apparent on that. A number of Republicans praising the, the nominees, the, the, I mean, the, the witnesses that came in to tell their stories. But. You know, I think for a lot of Democrats, as you played that soundbite at the beginning from Senator Whitehouse of Rhode Island, a lot of them looked at today as sort of a big waste of time. Yeah. Now, next week, the House is definitely going to vote on a bill that will repeal the Obama health law. And then also, evidently, there's going to be in that plan some kind of directions to committees to start work on a replacement bill. But again, as we've talked about a number of times, Sean, while uh, the Republicans certainly have a lot of ideas out there, they have not coalesced around one idea on how best to replace the health law. That's still to be determined. Isn't that amazing? All this time in, you'd think they would have their their own version of... No, it doesn't amaze me, really, because it's, it's, it's like a lot of things. It's a very controversial issue, and until you really make that drive forward to actually forge a bill and get it on the floor, everybody can sort of stay all over the place, and they don't have to pick and choose exactly what they want to do. Unbelievable. All right, Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in you, uh, Washington. Appreciate your insight. Don't blame Jamie. Everyone yesterday was yelling at James. Well, if you don't like... Loretta Lynch, and you don't like her position on immigration, then call your senator. They're the people that are responsible. He's just listening to what they're saying in the, in the halls, and you just heard, I mentioned earlier, you know, people like Orrin Hatch are going to end up supporting Loretta Lynch. And I don't think you should support somebody that doesn't recognize that the Constitution, the fidelity to the Constitution and the rule of law, and that a president does not have the authority to rewrite or ignore laws of the land or pick and choose which laws he wants to enforce and not enforce. That's not prosecutorial discretion. That is an abuse of power. All right, listen, in this day and age, a lot of crime everywhere. Everybody needs a home security system. Now, you could go with a big alarm company, and the chances are you're going to pay a lot of money for installation, even if they promise you a free system. Nothing in life is free. All right, so you get the free system, then you pay the big installation fee, and then you sign a long-term contract, and guess what? You're locked in for years, even if you don't like the system or you don't like their customer service. Too bad, you're stuck. And that means every year, monthly fees, 40 50 60 bucks. that's what you're paying. Now, these security contracts, even though it's a free system, trust me, the alarm company is always going to win. Now, there's a new and better way to protect yourself, your family, and your stuff, and that's what's simply safe home security because they're different. Now, great home security... That means you don't pay any installation fee, no annual contract. You stay in charge the entire time. You get round-the-clock, 24-7, professional monitoring, $14.99 a month. That's three times less than most alarm companies. The system's completely wireless. You don't need a landline for it to work. No contract to sign, no installation fee. You're never locked in. Start or stop your service anytime you want. Simply Safe Home Security. They're the guys I trust. Now go to the website, one word, simplysafehannity.com, and you'll save 10%. at simplysafehannity.com. You're in control, simplysafehannity.com. All right, a group of Republicans now are breaking off from the, uh, well, leadership and creating a new caucus. 
a Freedom Caucus that is more conservative in the hopes that they can move the House more center-right. He'll join us coming up next. Governor Scott Walker coming up. And your calls, Hannity tonight, 10 Eastern, on the Fox News Channel. In a sea of government lies, he's the beacon of truth. This is the Sean Hannity Show. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. 